0: Welcome to The Front Porch, with Lauren Bohar.
1: I'd like to welcome today's guest and our NI content generator at Pointer Rental, Brian Beaudry. Brian, welcome to The Front Porch. Why, thank you. Also, what is an NI content generator?
0: Oh, darn. I thought we were going to skip over this, but no. I guess
1: not. <laughs> um, so Or is it pronounced the knee content generator?
0: Uh, it is not the knee content generator. Oh, okay. It is more of a thing where... You know, I am concerned about AI taking over everyone's jobs and mm. uh, all of humanity and destroying the world. So uh, as opposed to AI content generators, which do exist and produce, I feel, not great content, I am a mm. uh, natural intelligence uh, mm. content generator.
1: So do you confirm every day that you are not a bot when you, like, come in to work? You know um, you I think just, like, that click? I
0: do actually have to click on the I am not a robot thing on various things, mm-hmm. so possibly. Okay. I'm not gonna say every day, but many
1: days. Okay, all right, well, at least that's confirmed.
0: I might be a robot today, though.
1: Interesting, okay, well, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> and see what happens later on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, let's start with the basics. Who are you, where are you from, and why are we doing this?
0: <laughs> um, I'm Brian, I come from, let's say, the desk right next to yours out there. Mm. Uh, Let's see, what is it? That's that's my where I'm from, um, and why we're doing this. Well, you know, sometimes guests don't always work out, schedules that's don't always true. work out, yeah. and
1: summertime's hard too. Everyone's on vacation. It's true. And Not everyone. There you and are I are both working. present,
0: so sometimes you got to make a show with what you have mm. and accept it.
1: Gotcha. Because like I've talked to you a lot, and I feel like and you probably don't know the answers to all these questions you're going to ask today. Um, but also, it's kind of nice to know who's behind the voice that everyone's hearing every week with yeah. good so input I'll, on things.
0: I'll try to put some extra information behind things so that you're like, oh, that was a new thing.
1: Mm. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, first question, not on my list of questions for you. Uh-oh. Why no. do you have a banana with a baseball bat on your hat?
0: So I'm not actually a super like supporter or watcher or super fan of the Savannah Bananas, mm-hmm. but I did follow Jesse Cole, their team's owner, um, and I really like his fans first approach. To, like you physically to followed
1: things. him, or not physically, okay. just just on LinkedIn. Oh, okay.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be quite a trip, but anyway, he he mentions his fans first approach, and it seemed really interesting. So I was like, you know what, I do want to order something and just see how. How it manifests in their shipping process because mm. he was he was talking about that being interesting and I found this hat that I kind of like it looks pretty neat and can't confirm pretty, it, pretty did, neat it did come with a little extra sticker it came with a little extra mm. koozie and mm. like a little note saying it. And it was a friendly note and I was like oh that is a really nice little experience it's mm. it's nicer than just ordering a thing and having it shipped in a plain plain old box
1: mm. and what's the team that he's in charge of
0: the Savannah Bananas of course
1: oh okay in Georgia so if you ever go to Georgia would you go to a game.
0: I would go to a game. They're also, they started a, a world tour this year. And by world, yeah. it was, I think, just a small part of America. But they are gradually expanding. <laughs>
1: basically the world. <laughs> they,
0: they are expanding. So I do hope to go to a game someday.
1: Okay. Well, if anyone has tickets to a Savannah Banana game or a plane flight from DFW <laughs> to Savannah that they're not wanting, um, hit Brian up.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: All right. Uh, let's jump into like your job history and kind of what you're doing right now um so I guess well even before that what did you want to be when you were a kid around age eight to ten
0: I was gonna say we ask this question all the time yeah um I think eight to ten was definitely like you know professional baseball player professional uh basketball player and professional football player I was pretty delusional okay but this was like the time of like Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson So, this is when two-sport athletes at the professional level were, like, a thing that existed. But uh, I did not make it, so Mm. therefore,
1: I'm here. But you had the goal of, if you were to be an athlete, you would be the three-sport athlete. athlete
0: I mean, I I think it's more a case of whatever one was, like, in season at the time, and Mm -hmm. I was really into, Mm -hmm. I don't think it was really, I can legitimately make all of these.
1: Okay. So, when did all of that fall apart for you?
0: Mm. I would say I probably only made it until like maybe middle school, and and that was that was about it. Okay. I was not particularly great at any of them. Mm. But well,
1: that's you know, fine. Did you at least make fun. the team in middle school? Mm, nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that so answers like, the question. It's so on, no. like
0: B team, and yeah. like football, we did. I didn't, team. I didn't really like organize, play it, so like. Sometimes we play tackle football, but we didn't like play with pads or I've, I've never played with helmets or pads or anything like that.
1: Okay. What did you use? Pillows or something no, instead? No, just hit each other oh. and fall over. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Explains a lot. <laughs> well, I,
0: I tried to, I was very good at just like, I'm just not going to get it.
1: <laughs> that's fair. Um, okay. So you're not doing that now. You kind of said middle school, that kind of petered out. So what did that kind of transform into after you decided that's probably not the path I want to take?
0: Well, I mean, professionally, I I didn't know what I wanted to do for a really, really long time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I got out of high school, went to community college just nearby, and it was like a half-hour drive, and then there was just one semester where I had like a three-hour break between each class, and that was that was basically the end because mm-hmm. it's like I, it's not enough time to really go back anything. home and come back, yeah. and I'm not going to sit over here for the whole time. So... Occasionally, I would go to my first class and then just stop, Mm -hmm. and occasionally, I would be like, you know, if I'm not going to go (laughs) to any other classes, I'm done. Plus, I was like a teenager. I graduated a little early, so I thought I was so smart, and like, it's, I don't need to to worry about this. Everything's going to work out great. Mm -hmm. Ah, didn't didn't really do that, so.
1: Planning is difficult, especially when you're young, and you're like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I don't know. We'll figure it out, but that's not always easy. So, okay, you're at community college. What were you studying? Just regular Um, basics, or? Yeah, I think it was just the
0: basics with the goal of transferring to university at at some point.
1: Okay, gotcha. So it sounds like that is not the path that you ended up taking? No, no. What'd you end up doing?
0: Well, I instead uh, dropped out at around that time, and as I I had a series of events happen that basically led to me moving moving back home. I had moved out to a little apartment in town as well. and then, out of nowhere, a Marine Corps recruiter calls me up. And it oh, was weird because... Like, called you on the phone? Well, called my parents' house. Oh, okay. We didn't have cell phones back in this day. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was, like, the 1950s, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, he calls up, and it was so weird because... I'd been graduated from high school for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I, I would understand being on a phone list if it was around that time. Right. It wasn't really close to my birthday or anything, so it's not like I had just turned 18. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he just calls me and then does the whole, like, is there a reason that you shouldn't come down and talk <laughs> talk to me uh, a little bit more? And it's like, well, hmm, just lost my job, just totaled my car, Yikes. just uh, bro- broke up with my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> living back at the parents' house. No, I really don't have anything going on. And uh, yeah, so he used that another time uh, to say basically, why why shouldn't you uh, sign up and serve? And I think my literal reason that was actually written down by the gunner sergeant in charge there was didn't have anything better to do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is the reason I joined.
1: Yay, America. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean. Ultimately, it worked out great. Um, It did provide great benefits and give me a few years to figure out what I, at least what I didn't want to do. (laughs) And then give me an idea of, I did rededicate myself to education while I was Mm -hmm. in there and realized, oh, yeah, I need to not not be doing uh, Lance Corporal stuff for the rest of my life.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like it was a lot of grunt work. That uh, you were involved in, or dealing with people, or what? What were you doing in the Marines, mostly?
0: I was in supply, so it wasn't terrible. But when you're when you're in the lower ranks, basically, anytime something needs to get done, mm-hmm. even no, like no matter how crappy it is, it's like, all right, well, you don't matter. Go out and do that thing. I see. Yep. So it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. not great.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you were like, I want to get educated so I can kind of get yeah. out of this and have some respect um, <laughs> from other people.
0: Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's very weird. I don't like really being in charge of other people, but I also don't like having people that are the boss of me, mm-hmm. which made the military a weird decision to go into. But mm. oh well, it worked.
1: Hey, yeah, at the time. Yeah, it sounds like it, 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 it kinda got you on the path to where you are today, so I don't I don't know anyone who would um change yeah, paths I, to that.
0: I, I appreciate it. It was it was a good time. I wouldn't say don't do it to anyone really, but there there are pros and cons.
1: Yeah. So you rededicated yourself to education. So did you go and just like live in a library for three <laughs> years on a mountain or something? Or what, is, what does that look like?
0: No, no. I just, I just started back in school. I started going to night classes while I was in. And um, almost finished a degree. But then I got chipped. That was another reason that I definitely left is I got shipped to uh, 29 Palms while I was like a month and a half or two months into a semester. That was like a full load semester. Oh, And I was like... If we had, if you deployed me, it would have been okay. But you sent me to something that like didn't even need to have me there. And come on,
1: man. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, so I didn't realize you were doing night classes while you were still in the Marines. Yeah.
0: Okay. I did have to try to bring up the GPA a little from when I just stopped <laughs> going to classes. Yeah. I didn't even withdraw from those the classes at community college. I was oh, like, really? This will never catch up with me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So what what did you end up? You said almost getting a degree. I thought you worked for university for a little while.
0: Yeah, yeah. So then I did go to college once I got out. Okay. Um, uh, I, I used my GI Bill, eventually switched to post nine eleven GI Bill, which was nice because it paid for everything and oh. gave me a stipend. So I really had a lot of freedom to uh, explore and, and do things. I was going to go into urban and regional planning. And then um, I had a philosophy course and also the first class of the Urban and regional planning uh, thing was also kind of philosophy and developing your um, design philosophy as far as like what you wanted cities to look like and stuff, yep. and that kind of made me realize that like I really wanted to pursue things that were more my passion and, and writing's a lot more of my passion. Um, so I was going to do creative writing, but then all those classes were night classes and I had a job working at nights, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, all right, well. What else can I do that writes? And um, So I, that's why I did journalism and ended up doing marketing because every journalism class was full of someone from the industry saying, don't do journalism. All of the jobs are going away. <laughs> it doesn't pay, Well, A, it pays really. They weren't saying it directly this <laughs> way. Say, that's
1: that's very encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't
0: saying it directly this way, but it was like, yes, 50% of our office has been laid off in the last couple of years and mm-hmm. more layoffs are coming. And, we don't get paid very much, and you are basically on call 24-7 because news can happen at any time. And it's like, wow, this really sounds unpleasant.
1: Yeah. And did they know that bots were kind of on the way, the artificial intelligence stuff that you are talking about? Was that already do itself think that was. I don't think that
0: was really a topic, but it mm. was just like everything was getting condensed. Um, larger corporations were um, buying local newsrooms and then just shutting them down, and then they would just run whatever was from the higher up level mm, of things mm-hmm. so it's like well all right i'll go into marketing i like to tell you know one one entity story i guess that way
1: yeah and you can still be creative with marketing like that's yeah. the whole thing is enticing people <laughs> people get
0: upset when you get too creative with the, <laughs> with journalism so i like i like the marketing part a little more anyway
1: that's fair um did we skip over any other parts in your career that you want to talk about yeah. know you worked at Subway for a while, but that, I don't know. that was once I don't upon know. a time. Back
0: back in before my uh military days, I had some fast food jobs
1: that mm. that really time shaped time. who you are today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so how many places have you lived?
0: Hmm. find lived, please, because um not it, dead.
1: Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like you can go to a vacation and if you're mm, there for like a week, you've That's true. you're living. So lived
1: for like, you have to have a like time. Long enough to where you'd need a contract to live there? Like, um, what am I saying? Like when you rent an apartment or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, so, so you'd have to actually have a place. So I was going to say, so I don't know if it counts for, like, military stuff because we had, like, tech Deployment school. kind of stuff. Types. Oh, well, there was right. tech school, and it's like we were there for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't
1: – I think
0: I might have gotten mail there. I would. I would say if you get mail somewhere, then it sort of counts.
1: Okay. Yeah. We'll go with that. How many places have you gotten mail in the world?
0: Hmm. A lot. I I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Washington, Oregon, California, New York, Arizona, uh, North Carolina, Louisiana, Texas, um, and Iraq.
1: Okay. What did you get in the mail in Iraq? Anything cool?
0: Just some, like, care packages and stuff when I was deployed.
1: Mm, Okay. That's fair.
0: I wasn't just hanging out there for fun. That would be a horrible vacation destination, especially when I
1: was there. Yeah. It'd be nice if the Savannah Banana people like were like, we care about our fans. And like they knew you were a fan in Iraq and like sent you bananas. Maybe they...
0: They didn't exist back when I
1: was Oh, <laughs> okay. So
0: it would have been really tough.
1: But... Well, nowadays, if what was the name of... What's the managers of Savannah Banana? Jesse Kohl. Yes, Jesse, if you're listening to this. Who does not this. know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I Do. just came across this
0: stuff on LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it.
1: Well, if he listens to this, he should find some uh soldiers who are deployed right now and send them some Savannah banana swag. There you go. Anywho, um, well, that's impressive. I forgot to count how many that was.
0: There's a lot of places. A lot I, of places. I don't know. Okay. I lose track.
1: We can. There's also put that like in Northern
0: California and Southern California and different places in mm. Oregon and different places in Washington. So.
1: Okay. So more than this many mm-hmm. for everyone who is listening.
0: Until. <laughs> Finally bought a house a few years ago. I had average like a move every two to three years for my entire life.
1: Whoa. Do you recommend doing that? Or like you I, got to see a lot of the world? Or I was gonna say again, it
0: has its pros and its cons. Like I don't have, well, part of it's that there wasn't social media so we didn't really have that way of connecting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have any like lifelong friends or anything that I, that you I think you can develop. grew up with along, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's a downer, but it is nice to go and experience a lot of different places and see how a lot of different places work.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So, how did you, throughout all of this, end up at Point of Rental?
0: Well, <laughs> I lost my lost my previous job. Um, it, the writing was kind of on the wall. I didn't exactly understand what had happened, but it was like it, I was getting to the point where they were just like, rewrite this. And i would I asked like what what is the issue- what's the problem Great. what what's how can reason? how can I make it better what, what 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 can I do to improve it and they just said needs to be in by tomorrow <laughs> and would mm-hmm. not give me any inclination on what they were looking for what the issue was um mm-hmm. so yeah, eventually, I lost that job and I was looking around for a while again I'm not a natural networker, so mm-hmm. it's pretty tough for me to uh just find stuff so it's a lot of um just applying online yeah and i eventually came across a point of rental thing and applied and got a little i had a 2 week trial run because um, my employment history at that time did not look like i was going to stick around at a job sure so Luckily they, they liked what I did over the first couple weeks and I've been here for almost six years now.
1: Woohoo, well congratulations. Is that the Thank longest you. other than Marines I nope, assume? even
0: longer than Marines. And oh. they didn't even have to you know, threaten me with jail if I left
1: <laughs> Right, <here. laughs> well congratulations, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, so what what does day-to-day life look like as an NI content generator? What do you do? I was
0: <laughs> I don't know that there is a, a day-to-day life. It's it's mostly writing stuff and responding when people are saying, "Hey, can you? I, I have this thing that I want to communicate. Can you make it nicer Pretty. sounding?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's a lot of that, and then occasionally there's larger projects that we get to have a, a bit more fun with. And if it's really really slow, then sometimes I'll get to say, "Hmm, I saw a fun thing recently." I wonder what that would look like if Point of Rental had a thing that was kind of like mm-hmm. that. Let's let's try to do that.
1: So you're generating content not just writing but also in videos and podcasts and kind of other fun things. That's me. Hmm, okay, very cool. So you're not planning cities or anything but you're kind of planning the future s- layout of Point of Rental.
0: Uh, sure. Let's pretend that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have in here you and Thomas, who we spoke to a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, are, which I, I'm blanking on what his job title is. Web developer? Designer?
0: I don't know. I, I don't actually use anyone's job titles. Oh, okay. I'm just like, mm, Well. He, he does computer things.
1: Yeah. If you don't know who he is, just Google Thomas and see what comes up. <laughs> just Thomas. <laughs> don't use his last name. <laughs> or look at look within our uh, podcast history. Um, but anywho, you and Thomas started around the same time about six years ago. What is your favorite Thomas memory from the last five plus years?
0: Darn it, I was going to use a joke here about uh, who's Thomas, but it doesn't oh. really work with me having <laughs> made mention of it before, so well, I won't fair. do that. Um, I don't know. I have I have a lot of good Thomas memories. Um but I'm trying to come up with one that doesn't involve him being made fun of or having a prank at his expense. So, but I'm not sure if there are any of those (laughs) memories.
1: Yeah, we we love Thomas.
0: I did enjoy interviewing him and then getting to create his, like, mishmash at the end of the episode where I turned it into, like, he he finds New Yorkers really rude even though he's killing them, like, 10 10 per day.
1: I'll have to read this for that. <laughs> I, I don't remember that <laughs> particularly.
0: Well, it was a mishmash of two different quotes,
1: but yeah. Mm. Okay. I was like, I must have really slept through <laughs> that interview. Wow. I, I have no recollection of that. Um okay. That's fair. Did you and Thomas ever battle it out for longest well, I guess you're not the longest pointers on the marketing team. Lauren's been here longer yeah, technically. We never would. Mm. yeah.
0: It's tough to compete.
1: Do you beat him in ping pong at least
0: uh usually yeah, oh yeah, um there have been some a couple of times where he's beaten me, and that that was not good, but usually I beat him,
1: okay, well, we probably will just cut that out so that way Thomas doesn't get too big of a head with hearing that he sometimes beats you a exactly couple i of was times. I was going to say <laughs> that
0: my my favorite thomas uh it's not an actual meme, but you know, within the marketing team mm. meme is is him talking about how humble and how humility is his greatest asset and all that.
1: That is true. He is pretty humble. It is it's true. Except when it comes to his humility. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's what makes it great.
1: Um, do you have any projects that you're working on currently that you're excited about or any that I'm are about in the about future? Anything. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> are there any that you're just kind of like doing that you're lukewarm about? Mm-mm. Maybe slightly above average in the excitement level. I
0: definitely did not notice this question in advance. and It
1: was not on there, I just Okay, it. <laughs> well,
0: I didn't have anything. I am excited about the hackathon coming up. Um, we did get to do a lot of fun stuff um, to promote that. But other than that, let's see. Gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something that I should have said and someone's gonna listen to this and be like, wow, you didn't say that, Brian.
1: <laughs> I feel like they could say that about anything. That's fair. Um.
0: But yeah, I, I, I can't think of
1: anything. Okay, anything. that's fair. Uh, I'll just plug our international conference nonchalantly.
0: Good, yeah, that's going to be cool. <laughs> Andrew, Show up to it. Yeah, Andrew, <laughs> put in our ad here.
1: <sighs> I wish I were somewhere warm. Wow, where am I?
0: You're at Point of Reynolds International Conference in Arlington, Texas.
1: This place is amazing.
0: You too can enjoy Point of Reynolds International Conference this October. Register today at com to reserve your space for extended software education, one-on-one learning, industry networking, great food and fun. That's com. See you there.
1: Okay. Um so do you speaking of well <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with that. Um I'm just gonna transition into this. Now. I was gonna say you
0: can go with like <laughs> the worst possible transition. Speaking of the international conference, <laughs> and then just say whatever the next <laughs> question.
1: Uh, yeah. Speaking of the international conference, do you prefer road tripping with your family or Andrew?
0: Yeah, I saw that Andrew had put this question in there, and there are actually pros and cons to both. So, the con, the biggest con when traveling with Andrew is.
1: Maybe give some context as to when you're road tripping with Andrew.
0: Oh, I mean, sure. So Andrew and I usually, we often take the truck out to the ARA show with the booth in it and, and set all that up. Um, we've also gone at least one time to uh, a customer site to do a case study video, which was it, super fun to do. Um, the negative, the biggest negative is that he has celiac, so it And my favorite foods are all super Mm carb-heavy, and I love cheese. Mm -hmm. And really, my perfect meals are a bacon cheeseburger Mm. and um, a pizza or calzone with uh, sausage and and bacon and all the other kinds of meats. Mm. So it's pretty much exactly everything that he's not allowed to have. So Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit limited on on what I can have. But I don't feel – if I – if I'm on a trip with Andrew, the company is paying, so I don't have to worry about costs, which is a big pro on the, mm-hmm. on the side of trip uh, taking trips with Andrew. Overall, I will have to say I would rather go with my family.
1: Okay, because you can have bacon cheeseburgers with your family <laughs> on road that's, trips. That's the main reason, <laughs> yes. That's fair. Um, do you plan on going any road trips with Andrew or your family anytime soon? Or Andrew with your family? <laughs>
0: Um as far I think trips with Andrew, because they're company related, I think I would have to ask if this is going to come up. But it would be great to go to some more customer sites and do some hmm. more some more interviews. That would be fun.
1: Yeah. That'd be great. I'm sure if anyone's listening and wants Andrew and Brian to show up to uh interview them.
0: Yeah, let me know. Marketing at com. Woo.
1: Okay. So tell us about the SNM bar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I made a mistake of telling everyone about this as a two truths and a lie because no one would believe that I would go to one. Uh, once upon a time when I was in the Marines, after I got back from Iraq, uh, I took a few weeks off and headed down to Australia where I stayed in a hostel. And I, kids don't drink uh, too much, don't binge drink, but I definitely binge drunk. <laughs> and... The, the bar we were at had closed down for the evening, and we still wanted to go out and, and keep drinking. So someone said, oh, yeah, I heard that there's a, a bar down the street. And so we we went. We just walked. Is a couple of uh, Canadian backpackers, myself, and another, I think, an English backpacker as well.
1: This is a very odd start to a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway, we walk in, and there's people dressed in Less than you would normally see at a bar, and mm-hmm. many are wearing leather, there's a person on a leash crawling around, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Well, I guess let's we'll, we'll order one drink and then we'll leave <laughs> <laughs> And when we asked the bartender for the beer, it seemed like they had never had a request for an actual <laughs> beverage before hmm. uh, that we probably should have left then, but we did finish we did have one drink, <laughs> and then we left, and it it was just weird.
1: Did you go to another bar after that, or were you all just like, we, "We're we did, done for the night"?
0: We did find another one, I think, mm, okay. but yeah, I think the accumulated amount of drinks had kicked in by that point. I don't remember.
1: Which. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, if you ever find yourself in a situation like that, you actually end up at an M M&M and M bar or something, Ooh, and that's um, a good idea. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a thing, but that'd I mean, be great. there's M M&M
0: and M stores in like Las Vegas. Yeah. Maybe they
1: should make like. Eminem bars for adults, but not in that way.
0: I mean, time, do, time doesn't exist in Vegas, so you could just go drinking like earlier and then stumble into them and terrify some kids.
1: There you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is the story behind all of your many, 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 many bobbleheads and toys that you've got on your desk?
0: Well, I don't feel like there's that many. It's more a case okay, of. Just many. I don't want to keep. <laughs> all of these kind of things at home Mm. so i have a little extra storage here so let me just throw them (laughs) on my desk Uh, most of them are things that i got at uh, dallas comic-con with uh, i'll I'll head down there with one of my friends from a previous job and and we go and you know see what they have there i look for the cheap old toys because i'm not really that much of a comic enthusiast Mm. It's just like, oh, hey, there's some old Ninja Turtles. I remember those mm-hmm. from back when I was a kid. And they're used, but they're only a dollar. They're nostalgic. Inst- yeah. <laughs> they're only a dollar instead of like $50 because it's like, oh, this is super cool, like mm-hmm. limited edition. And I'm like, I'll take the $1 one and I'll get four of them. So I have a weird version of each of them. And then, yeah, it's just whatever things spark some memory and are cheap and
1: Okay. Sometimes they're gifts. Do you have a favorite of all of your?
0: I do not have a favorite. I like are them all Action equally.
1: figures, bobbleheads. Just there, are, there are many things. things. There are
0: action figures. There are bobbleheads. There are just little weird statues.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So if people were to just show up and bring you little weird statues, <laughs> hmm, um, I I don't know how much. What's your policy on accepting them? I don't know them? if those
0: would get accepted. It it depends on if it's something that like I identify with or vibe. With. Um. But if it was a friend, then I would be like, oh, this reminds me of this friend, so I, will, I will keep it.
1: Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, everyone listening, you have a challenge now. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs>
0: my, my desk definitely needs more stuff on it.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, oh, last question for this section. What is your favorite Pointer Rental video that you've appeared in? Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Let's play all of them right now.
0: Um, the one that's coming to mind, obviously, is the one where Thomas and I were fighting because that's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. I also liked Ben having, getting mauled by a bear. That was good. Yes. Um, all of these are not shared publicly, so no <laughs> one will know what, well, I guess if they are pointers, they will know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think.
1: So anytime there's violence involved in a video, you're you remember I, those. I those like the your... violence,
0: and I like the. I can't believe that they're letting me do something this ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, videos. Those are those are the ones that stick out.
1: Okay, I'm assuming that this next question comes from Sarah because of the spelling of favorite. There's okay. an extra U added in it. But the question is, what is your favorite snack?
0: What is my favorite snack? I'll say for I'll just go for road trips. Road trips, okay. my favorite snack. I like fruity candies, so I like mm. your Skittles, your Sweet Tarts, your Shock Tarts, your Spree, Chewy Spree. Anything that because those things will keep you awake. They the tartness wakes mm-hmm. up your mouth while you're while you're trying to drive. And I'm if I'm driving on a road trip, then it's usually about a twelve hour road trip to say my parents' house, and you gotta start early if you want to get there <laughs> <laughs> relatively early. So
1: yeah, so you need the sugar high mm-hmm. to keep you going. Okay, Cho-
0: chocolate not great for a road trip because it's all it melts. I mean,
1: what about runts?
0: Runts. That's the other one. Yes? thank you for bringing okay. those up.
1: I was trying to think of what they I'm, were called.
0: I'm so upset because Winco um, did not have them in their bulk section the last time we were mm. getting ready for a trip, and I'm like, that's my thing. You can't take that away from me.
1: All right, Winco, if you're listening. (laughs) Bring back the runts. I used to only get them at like, there's like a salad bar in Arlington. (laughs) They would have runts that you could get. I guess it was technically at the ice cream portion of the salad bar. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel
0: like you're at Pawnee in this thing. (laughs) This is the salad here.
1: Um, Yeah, that place no longer exists, sadly. Um, But who knows, maybe one day. Mm. The candy salad will come back. <laughs> I like it. Um, why do you like ClickVenture so much? Also, maybe explain what a ClickVenture is.
0: Well, a ClickVenture is a thing that existed. I don't know if ClickHole still exists, but it was like a spinoff of The Onion that like satirized clickbait sites, basically. It was really BuzzFeed, but ClickVentures were a way of telling a, a choose-your-own-adventure story. I, I grew up with choose-your-own-adventures, and they're super fun. It's It's more... Entertaining than a a regular story, you get to choose where you're going, and I always like to have options and paths. So, Click Ventures were a way of doing that. And again, you get to get really, really silly, and that's what I like.
1: It's a silly interactive bit with the internet, rather than just playing a yeah. serious video game or whatever. Yeah, I like it too. Um, and you've created some for Point of Vinyl. An I host.
0: have. They they are not online anymore. I don't think, uh, but mm. um, they still exist. And if we do start launching this section of our page, I just the problem is is that having all of the things might take up too much space on the page and cause everything to mm-hmm. slow down. And we don't really want to like negatively impact the actual business side of our business.
1: That's fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah.
1: Could it be something that you do for, like, the international conference or, like, special events where it's just up for a small amount of time just breaks everything for a few weeks? Hmm.
0: I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: I always – that's that's another part of my job, really, is just, like, I have an idea. Let me take it to people like Scott and Thomas and Andrew and, who actually know a lot more of the technical specs and mm-hmm. everything, what I would need to actually – Work through and the technical issues, and say, is this possible? Mm-hmm. How would we do this if we were doing it, and what are the the challenges that we might need to overcome? Mm-hmm. Is it worth <laughs> spending? <laughs> worth it. Yeah, is it going to take two years to do this simple thing that's just a really small joke? Because then it's probably not worth it. But if it's easy, then hey, let's go for it.
1: Mm-hmm. It helps keep things interesting around here for sure. So, how did you end up getting into baseball?
0: Um, I mean, I think I just got into baseball like as a child. Uh, I grew up in mostly in Southern California. I was actually born in Washington, but at, when I was a toddler, we moved down to Southern California. And I remember every night after I would go to bed, um, or after my parents put me to bed, I would turn on my little clock radio and listen to Vince Scully on the radio, and I would listen to baseball games like under my cover, like <laughs> every single night for the entire summer.
1: Interesting. You were like two years old at this point. <laughs> no, no, like
0: that was definitely, definitely when I was like five to at least nine, ten.
1: Okay, gotcha. This is what helped lead up to your "I'm going to be a three-sport pro."
0: <laughs> yes, I was definitely. That was definitely like prime. I'm definitely going to be in baseball years, and then later on, it was more of the others.
1: Okay. So was this like a a situation like in your house where you were not allowed to listen to baseball at all, and so you no, like kind of secretly like listen at night of, under your covers? It's your bedtime.
0: Go to sleep.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> that makes more sense. I didn't know if this was like a um, no no footloose
0: situation yeah, or did. something. There's <laughs> no. There's <laughs> no baseball are not in this <laughs> house.
1: <laughs> okay, makes more sense. Um. All right. What is the craziest thing you've ever done?
0: realistically probably the most crazy is as i mentioned like after after dropping out and and moving back in with my parents um i was online not dating but there's some message boards i i talked to s- some people on there um i would sometimes call them this is back w- before cell phones so we had to use like calling cards so that we wouldn't get crazy long distance rates mm. but so at some point after I had actually signed up for the Marines, but before I went into to boot camp, I moved across the country to meet a girl that I, I was interested in, um, with like a couple hundred bucks in a bank account and no real plan. I, I just hopped in a Greyhound and and went from Washington to Ohio to Arizona because there was a, a little <laughs> bit of a time where we were in Ohio and then. Uh, she was okay. going to school down in Arizona, so I joined her there.
1: Gotcha, and this was all like in a month or so span, because I feel like that, boot that, camp stuff happens pretty quickly. So you
0: could sign up for like up to a year in advance. Oh, okay. It was called the delayed entry program, I think. So
1: gotcha, you know. okay, yeah, that that is. And again,
0: this was like two thousand two, so there was there were a lot of people signing up after the mm, September eleventh mm-hmm. thing.
1: So right, okay, huh? Well, um.
0: I would say going, moving across country as a kid with no plan. And with no plan only and just a couple bucks.
1: hundred bucks yeah. to go see a stranger. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, I didn't really, I don't, maybe catfishing was a thing, but luckily <laughs> it was. We had actually done like phone calls and stuff, but yeah. It, That's fair. It was Looking back on it, I probably wouldn't let myself do that.
1: Yeah. But, or like your daughters or anything. That oh, might be. oh, definitely not. <laughs> A bit much okay um what really annoys you
0: uh there are many things that annoy me but honestly most things most things that annoy me don't actually annoy me i just like to pretend that i'm annoyed
1: that was a good way of not <laughs> answering the question at all because i'm you also annoyed don't by, want. i'm also annoyed
0: by <laughs> evasive uh answers <laughs> <laughs> Now the only um, things that really annoy me are people that aren't trying. Okay. Just, just like to be nice or acknowledge the other person. Really.
1: That's fair. Um, what is your greatest fear? Um, I don't think I
0: have the bit like basic anything that's not a normal fear. Uh, I think if we want to go deep with it, then. My only real fears, like, personally, are being a burden on others. And my only fear, like, outside of myself is something happening to my family. Okay.
1: That, yeah. I was going to say that
0: I can't stop, but it's, (laughs) like, if I can stop and I'm not – and I don't stop it, then that would make it a thousand times worse. So, I I don't know. But, Hmm. yeah, just anything happening to my family. Okay. It is not something that uh, (laughs) – I will have any chill about if Lauren tries to prank you based on that. <laughs> I was going to say, I was
1: like, yeah, I think the intent of this question was to come up with a way to prank you with something. But yeah, I don't think yeah, it's, either it's of those are we would do. Um, is there anything that you would like to be pranked <laughs> with that is your, that is a fear and maybe not your greatest fear?
0: Um, not really. I think that generally, generally I think my role is always to provide balance. So when we played that prank on Thomas with the cockroaches, mm-hmm. I generally find cockroaches gross and, and disgusting, and I wouldn't really want to go around them. But because everyone was acting like freaked out except for you, you were to- totally excited about it. You were like, oh,
1: yeah, I love these things. <laughs> I
0: was like, all right, well, you know what. They were uh, mad these...
1: cockroaches, not just your regular water cockroaches, by the way. Yeah. Continue. Which actually
0: makes them a little less creepy because they don't have the wings and they can't like jump at you. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well. And I was like, well, Jules is fine with it, and also everyone else seems scared. These
1: You'll people got to be out. less scared. I gotta, mm-hmm.
0: I gotta join the side of the. Hey, this isn't. This, this isn't is a big cool. Deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Well, um, I appreciate so, that.
0: Yeah, I don't think I really have anything <laughs> other than those things that I'm super
1: afraid of. Okay. Well, team, I failed.
0: Don't don't make me an invalid.
1: Please. <laughs> we'll we'll come <laughs> up with something. Also, I don't think I explained at the beginning, but most of these questions were provided by the rest of the marketing team of questions that they wanted to hear from Andrew. So that's... Yeah, or, from Brian. From Brian. But Andrew wrote a lot of them. He is. I think but I saw his name on the Normally,
0: paper. I ask the questions, but I didn't want to ask myself questions. That
1: would be weird. That's true. Um, so if they seem sporadic or random or very Thomas-related... <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Andrew's fault. <laughs> yes.
0: I don't think Thomas asked any questions about Thomas.
1: Oh, You didn't ask what's your favorite Thomas memory? I guess not.
0: No, I think Andrew did.
1: Mm, Okay, that's fair. Okay, so uh, what created your passion for writing?
0: I don't know that there's (laughs) a creative. (laughs) Uh, I've just always kind of liked it, especially like humor writing. The only thing that I can really, one of my earlier memories is in like kindergarten or first grade, just writing something that I thought was funny and then a classmate or something found it and thought it was funny and like read it out loud to everyone else and that was like that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always kind of the I was never the class clown, but I was like the person who would sit by the class clown and make jokes under my breath and then uh, they would say the same thing over and they would <laughs> get all the laughs and I'd be like,
1: Okay. I know I'm the funny one. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, all right, good, that one was funny.
1: All right. Huh. So never mind. That's great. <laughs>
0: You can ask whatever you want, Jules.
1: That's true. Um, I blanked on my question, though. Yeah, I don't remember what I was going to ask. Oh, I was going to ask if it, like you had read like comic books or just comics in the newspaper or anything. Oh, for sure, that. for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, one of the things that I lament now is that uh, the newspaper subscription has kind of gone away, and my my family always had a newspaper subscription. I always read the comics. Um, this was back in the day of Calvin and Hobbes, and I was. Definitely super into Calvin and Hobbes and the far side. Those were my two jams, which I have bought all of the books of all of those, so I do have those at home for for my family to read. But
1: I didn't realize that they were in books now. They just like compiled all the comics in the book. Oh okay.
0: I have the you know, the the deluxe fancy set of Calvin and Hobbes as well as a bunch of ones -hmm. that I don't mind if the kids mess up because Mm -hmm. they're more of the paperbacks.
1: That's fair. So did you ever have a dog named Hobbs?
0: Not a okay. dog. Uh, we we couldn't really have those. My mom was allergic to dogs and cats. Mm. So, but okay. I did have a, a stuffed tiger that's named Hobbs.
1: Oh, okay, that's fair. Someday you'll have a real tiger named Hobbs.
0: Um, I don't want to pay for the feeding a tiger,
1: mm. but okay. I'll I'll have a
0: spiritual <laughs> tiger named
1: Hobbs. There you go. Um, if you had to choose another career besides being a natural intelligence content <laughs> generator, um, what do you want it to be and why?
0: Well, I'll assume that instead of just content generator, it would be more like just marketing yeah. type stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll exclude myself from those. And I think I still probably would like to do urban regional planning. That was, it would be really fun and interesting. I, it has a lot of the uh, creative aspects of, of this job, but it also brings in probably some more of the the math and design things that I also do like.
1: Okay. So I'm just going to pitch an idea to you for whenever this may or may not happen in the future. Lazy rivers instead of sidewalks. Just Ooh, That's a good Consider one. that. Okay. Um, maybe they can do
0: that in like San Antonio, right? I mean, they already have the riverwalk, yeah, river so walk. you can
1: I think Schliederbahn is close enough by they could probably connect it there. They,
0: they could do a Yeah, they could do a a branded version and they can oh, yeah. incorporate that. Yeah. Into
1: it. If Tesla's doing their weird <laughs> Tesla tunnels underneath, why can't you have, like, lazy rivers above all the tunnels underneath the cities? Good idea. Just a thought. Thank you. Um, what's something you wish that you'd learned earlier in life?
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, many, many things. It. My parents are, are smarter than I thought when the, I was a teen. <laughs> mm. Probably mm. listen to them more. I don't know, it, it's a lot of things that come up whenever I'm talking to, to my kids as well, where it's like, "I know you're not going to listen to this, because I wouldn't have listened to this and I didn't listen to this, and, but you should listen to, right. <laughs> to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know. It comes up with a lot of things, but I can't think of a specific.
1: Okay, well, I think that's a good general advice. Um, and how did learning it <clears throat> excuse me, and how did learning it mold your life?
0: Hmm. I don't know. I just have started asking uh, my parents a lot more for their advice as, I, as I've gotten older. Um, I can't remember specific times, but it, it's been helpful as far as figuring out, yeah, I'm on the right track or if, if I'm going too crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, and even just like developing a relationship with your parents as an adult, like yeah. what does it look like? And yeah. Um, okay, so being a parent is a lot of work, I would assume. Um, raising a child who is. You will a, learn soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and raising a child who isn't yours biologically is even different. Um, what is it like stepping into the role of father for your oldest daughter? Super weird. Okay, <laughs> it's fair.
0: It's, yeah, I mean, especially considering, uh, again, she's she's a girl and we adopted her at 14. Mm-hmm. and i'm just aware of how many cre- creepy people there are out there so it's like ah i don't know what level of affection to show that's going to mm-hmm. not be weird yeah. um otherwise it's been totally really really cool cuz my wife had a pre-existing relationship with her so she knows her really well and it's like it's really been really been good
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but yeah it's just it's just awkward navigating that I don't really know you that well, and also just that gender dynamics type thing.
1: Yeah. Were you all expecting to adopt anytime soon? Like, was that in your plan, or did that just kind of fall in your lap? lap?
0: Uh, yes and no. I mean, for a while, there was the possibility of it, so we were definitely wanting to, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't know if it was going to happen, and it became an opportunity, and, and it was possible, so mm-hmm. we went for it.
1: And she seems to get along pretty well with your younger daughter as well, so yeah. that's that's helpful yes <laughs> as well.
0: She's familiar with having uh, other siblings and and she had a, younger sisters and stuff so okay yeah. and and Kara's super excited to have a sister. she's like always like asking her to do stuff and mm-hmm. <laughs> cheering her on and it's really cool to see
1: okay, so not like in like like slave do this for me kind of thing no 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 i don't I don't think that would go well. no. Nope. <laughs> Um do you have any advice for it, someone who may be interested on a similar path of adoption, guardianship, fostering?
0: I would ask other people besides me <laughs> because <laughs> Why is that? it's a very specific circumstance Case. that yeah. yeah, my wife had known her for since she was born really for mm-hmm. and really had seen her for several years, and had already built that relationship really well. So
1: okay, so you we're kind of a special case thing. Like normally, people like enter into this, and it's years before they can actually.
0: Yeah, it, it get wasn't like a, a foster uh, where adopting a stranger is. Is hey, we know this person that mm-hmm. needs some some parental help. So right, and we have an, and we have the resources to do it. So okay, we should.
1: So if you're in a special case like Brian has been <laughs> reach out to him. If not, he may not have the best advice if not, for you. Reach
0: out to some other people. You probably know more people than I do.
1: Eh. Okay. Um well, oh, since you like to read a lot. Oh gosh. <laughs> this Thomas, this question. is a terrible question. <laughs> um since you like to read a lot, could you recommend a few books for people who speak English as a second language?
0: I don't know how to determine the difference between a book that's good for someone in general and someone who's speaking English as a second language. Um, since Thomas is the one who asked this, I know, and since he is so humble, I would like to recommend How to Be Perfect to him. Uh, it's a fairly recent philosophy. It's more pop philosophy written by Mike Shure, who, um, is who is the producer be- behind many of my favorite shows, which are you know the office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Good Place, all of all of which are pretty good. So, it, it's a good and interesting book.
1: Did you learn how to be perfect after reading it? I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm, I'm still not there, but
0: a, a big part of the philosophy of it is that we're not we're not going to be perfect. The best way to be human and to be perfect is to continue to get better and to continue to care and continue to just keep trying yeah
1: okay um do you like pineapple pizza
0: <sighs> like is a strong word but I, I like it well enough i don't have i feel like i had to develop a willingness to eat a lot of things because you know when you have like a, a pizza party or something mm. and you don't know who's ordering it necessarily but if you develop the ability to like many things then it doesn't matter what they order. Right. You can eat. Yeah. You can still eat. You're not going to be that person who's like, "Oh, the one pepperoni pizza is gone and I only like pepperoni pizza mm. and now I can't eat these other seven pizzas." I can mm. eat all those pizzas.
1: <laughs> Whether you should is a different question. <laughs> I'm not going to eat I'm
0: not going to eat all of them, but I have the option um, of eating whatever pizza. I'm I'm not going to starve.
1: Okay, there you go. <laughs> so if if it comes down to it and it's there, it's your option, you'll have it.
0: Yeah, I, okay. I would not... But You're not going out of your way. I'm not going to order it mm. and pay for it, but if someone has a Hawaiian pizza there, whew,
1: I'll eat it. Okay. Um, Do you have a favorite pizza as opposed uh, to that? Any, any type any of... Pizza?
0: I believe everyone calls it Meat Lovers. Pizza Hut really did a good job mm. um, establishing that as a pizza, but mm. whatever the establishment's equivalent is of that is, is usually good to go.
1: Okay. I didn't know that they were the ones who started it.
0: Well, it's the first one that I can remember.
1: And I mean, I've been around a while. It's fair. I consider At least. myself a <laughs> connoisseur
0: of uh, fast food pizza.
1: Okay. <laughs> if you can prove him wrong, you have a challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. All right, New York Knicks versus Dallas Cowboys. Who will win the championship first?
0: <laughs> Let's pretend that they're playing hockey just for this uh, example. Yes. Um. It's hard to say. They're both not going to win anytime soon. Um, the Knicks have a terrible owner, so they are probably not going to win as long as he owns the team. And the Cowboys, well, at least their questionable owner is, you know, pretty close to being done with owning. And I don't think he really like runs the team anymore. So I'll say the Cowboys are closer. But okay, screw it. Let's let's say the Cowboys will win sooner. Okay, I've I've never been around for a Knicks victory, so I'm not sure it can actually happen.
1: Is it bad that I didn't even know that they were a sports team? I thought that the Knicks was like a. Isn't there a college level team? You, you should Knicks?
0: have pretended that you're my. I only call them as the New York Knickerbockers. I've never heard of this abbreviation. Oh. Knicks.
1: Knickknacks, <laughs> <laughs> is how I've always heard it.
0: No, they're named after Knickerbockers, which I believe is. of shorts so that's
1: (laughs) is their mascot just like a giant pair of shorts (laughs) no (laughs) like the fruit of the loom guy or something
0: I mean maybe it's the type of shorts that they wore in the early days of basketball Mm. I'm not sure but I do think of things like that when people are like oh we need to name our mascot something tough and scary and Mm -hmm. it's like they don't like no one cares
1: yeah I guess I don't really know what a Knicks is anyways anywho well woohoo cowboys (laughs) Best of luck. Um,
0: Since I live here now, it's like I would prefer that they, I like when everyone around me is happy. That's that's usually good.
1: That's true. Um, Okay. Well, now we can start recording. Okay. Um, And you can answer the five important questions. Good. These jokes really feel even more forced when the guest is the person who wrote them in here. So here we go. (laughs) Thank you for reading that stiltedly
0: too. (laughs) That made it even better. Five important questions. Five important questions. questions. Five important
1: questions. Um, all right. Question number one, Brian. What would you say is your greatest success in life?
0: What is my greatest success in life? Well, I have to use the family answer uh, because that is the cliche here. Yes. And, you know, I do like... But it's true. I I, think
1: that's why people always answer it.
0: I, I do like my family quite a bit. Um... And then, like, there have been other moments that felt really good. Um,
1: Did you win the they weren't necessarily related championships to me. here? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> I was
0: going to say, I've been around some championships, but I had nothing to do with them. I was just reporting on them. Mm. But it was pretty neat because I, uh, I was an intern for the Spokane Shock when they won the Arena Bowl. And then, like, a couple months later, my school that I was – reporting on I was working at the paper in college and we won the national title here in Frisco that was my first time to Texas Hmm. so I got to be on the field for for two national championships and
1: did you get a ring around some confetti
0: I do have a Spokane shock championship ring
1: Ooh, okay show until next week bring it in
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta find it it's it's kind of heavy so I can't really be wearing it around normally so heavy yeah no it's it's (laughs) it's okay
1: okay (laughs) um so that's your greatest success. <laughs> Sorry, I think I got <laughs> no, off
0: track. <laughs> we 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 went with the family answer and then there's there's some moments that are like that, or um when I was in the Air National Guard seeing some of my airmen win awards and I, I write up awards packages for people and it's like, oh hey, yeah, I got to I got to help people realize how cool this person is. So
1: that's great. You've been doing a leadership course at Point of Rental. What's the best thing that you've learned?
0: What the hell? Oh, yeah. That one was slipped in for Ross. I should have taken that one back. I
1: was, <laughs> like, I... <laughs> I,
0: I was in the same class, class as Ross, though. Um, I think it was mostly that a lot of other people have the same issues. I'm not alone in being uncomfortable with exercising any type of leadership. Okay. Um. I've always kind of been a just let people take care of their own stuff. But really, that's not necessarily the the best way for everyone. And a lot of people, I mean myself included, do want guidance and and to have knowledge shared with them and to learn stuff. So
1: okay. probably that. Okay. If you could tell first day at Point of Ren O'Brien, one piece of advice that would lead to an even – Even smoother transition, what would you say?
0: Okay, we've been going too serious, but I have so I have a good one for this one. Okay, Uh, I would tell myself about the basketball court that was in the old building. Oh, because at the time we only had one car and my wife also worked, so some days I would be getting picked up at like 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. and I was just sitting at my desk like the whole time. If I had known there was an entire basement that I could Mm -hmm. have been playing basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching TV, throwing darts, yeah. playing arcade games. It's like, man, there were so many months of <laughs> not knowing anything about that.
1: Oh, no. So, were you <laughs> also just like working until 8 p.m., or you you just hanging out?
0: Um, a combination. I, I would be working when I had something to do and mm. and just hanging out on using the internet, basically, whenever okay. I, mm. I wasn't. So.
1: Okay. Wow. Well, well yeah, maybe. It was, it was pretty boring
0: after like six o'clock when everyone else had left, and it was like, Cool. I'm in the dark by myself. Right.
1: Yes. Um. Maybe we should talk about getting a basketball hoop, like that we can roll out or something mm. during the day while we're here.
0: I was gonna say. I think. That, yeah. yeah. I, it office. would have to be a roll out one, which I mean, those aren't as fun. But yeah, they don't want to have all the people from the apartments coming over and in our in our area. And, mm.
1: you know, Unless we want to have challengers for like hoop fests, like have make our own hoop fest here.
0: Mm. That would be fun. I have.
1: Then you won't have kind to drive of wanted to all the way to Washington and back every year. Well, or every I obviously missed year? this year. I missed, yeah. I missed.
0: uh I missed the last past few years. I might be retired. I don't know.
1: No. Well, start it back up here, and I might, you can be like.
0: Might go play one more time, and then retire at forty.
1: Okay. Do you play with the same guys every time, or do you recruit yep. new ones?
0: Usually, it's at least. Myself and a couple brother-in-laws, and we have uh, their cousin. Um, okay. We all usually play together. Sometimes one of my brother's-in-law is not able to make it, so we r- just find someone for that spot. And it's been a little rotating crew. One year it was my dad. He was not ha- too happy about it after, <laughs> after he got to do it because <laughs> they, they arrange it by height, and my dad was like six seven. But at the time, he was, like, 60-plus years old. hmm And they assigned oh, someone no. else that was, like, 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, mm-hmm. But he was 25 right. and, like, had clearly played basketball at some – I feel like it was probably, like, a low-level college. He had, mm-hmm. like, a fair amount of skills. So
1: he was dunking on your dad the he, whole time? He wasn't
0: dunking, but it was, <laughs> it was a case where I was guarding him, and I was like, I can't do anything with this guy. He's faster than me, taller than me, knows basketball better than I do. hmm and then my dad, I tried to sub my dad for me. He's like, "What? What do you think I'm gonna do?"
1: <laughs> you can hold your hands up higher, at least. Like, Pretty
0: much, but yeah. So it, it's fun
1: times. Okay. But, so if you're looking for anyone to practice with between now and the next hoop fest, um,
0: if we can get a out. if we can get a hoop here, I think we do have some some real hoopers here. So okay. we can maybe get some. Mm-hmm. I do want to bring a pointer rental team up there some
1: year. That would be fun. Ooh, that would be cool. Um, okay. I lost my spot. Oh, what's your most embarrassing moment as a pointer?
0: Who, um, I mean, I don't know if there's embarrassing. There's more. I only really remember the times where I failed. I guess <laughs> in what I wanted to do. Uh, there was a time where we were doing a a t-shirt design contest, mm. and
1: oh. <laughs> I was trying to do
0: everything like as well as I could communicate everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some frustrations in that there were derivative pieces of art based off of an original piece of art, and it's like, well, I mean, I don't want to not put an idea in there just because the person who had the idea for the derivative piece of art didn't have the ability to like. Create right. it or the the knowledge of the graphic stuff mm-hmm. so it's like well I don't want to not have all the ideas in there, but it is kind of un- I don't know it, it I just didn't create a bunch of ground rules I guess
1: tell people to be original
0: <laughs> and it was it was mostly frustrating because previous to that I, I worked for the Portland Thunder um, I was their communications director for the it's an hmm. arena football team, and we had a a contest that was decide the team name and it infuriated me that we didn't pick at all what the choice oh, was. Oh, really? And it's like, don't run a contest if you're not mm. going to do the, if you're not going to go with whatever the contest go results are. With it. And yeah. then what ended up happening with the first one I run here is like, no, we went with something that, and we eventually had to, it, it eventually began, was a situation where we could only print in one color. So all the ones that, where multicolor oh, ones couldn't be elected no either. Longer. And those were the most popular ones, of course. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, really, really just ended up completely uh, messing up this whole thing. But mm. we did end up with a a pretty cool shirt, so okay. it was kind of okay.
1: Was it the Earl shirts?
0: No, yeah. no, that was before my time.
1: Oh, okay. That mm. was
0: just before me. I did get a shirt, but that was only because there were like five left when I started. And I was like, I like free stuff. Mm-hmm. I want it. Yep. And they were like, you can have it.
1: Um. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but apparently miscommunicating about a contest and not choosing the winner based off of the rules.
0: I I, I I forgot that this was the follow up question.
1: (laughs) Um, is now a capital offense, and you have been sentenced to death because of that. Sorry, it's been delayed, (laughs) however many years (laughs) now. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed the last few years. Um, it's, yeah. I, this is a very long question. Okay. What is your last meal and why?
0: <laughs> uh let's say oh gosh. Um I'm gonna be lazy about it. Oh no, no, I shouldn't be lazy about it. Ooh, there's this oh
1: it's your last meal. You Yeah, exactly. Well fail. I was
0: gonna go for convenience and just go with like a mush a mushroom swiss from Whataburger. Mm. But A, they removed that from their menu. Rude. Oh. And B mm. um I remembered a bunch of pizza places back in Ithaca where I used to live, hmm. and oh my gosh, those things were amazing. Uh, These were
1: not fast food pizza places. Oh no,
0: oh no, 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 they were good at pizza places. Okay. I one I I don't remember the name of it, but I would have the ca- a calzone from this one pizza place that was just like right up the block. Um, I wish I could remember the name. I know I can picture it. I know exactly where it is, and I could even if I were in. The center of Ithaca, I could drive there right now and, I'm and pulling it up on maps. without looking at maps. Oh. <laughs> um, and I could find it, but anyway, they had an amazing calzone. Um, when Kara was born, she was a, a fairly large baby. She, um, but these calzones were the size of her, what like as a baby, it was so good.
1: So, your wife birthed <laughs> a calzone basically.
0: <laughs> well, most calzones are not that size.
1: That I I probably spelled it wrong.
0: Uh, you're you're in the right area. Oh, it's it's Ned's Pizza in New York.
1: Mm, Ned's calzones. Yep. All right. Their their
0: pizza was their pizza was pretty good, but their calzones are really the best. Um, there and was are another... these
1: just standard like cheese, red sauce, and pepperoni, or do they have like a bunch of other things in them?
0: Uh, I I got the ones with the meatballs and olives, mm. and they come with the regular. I mean mozzarella and ricotta and. Good good sauce. Okay,
1: okay. It's it's a good. So you want one of those? It's about the size of the table we're sitting at. Okay.
0: Um, I don't think I'll have room for other stuff, (laughs) but uh, let's see. Mm. Ooh, I should add as a side my wife's macaroni and cheese because that's really, really good. Okay. So you can see why I don't really work with Andrew's diet. That's fair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then, I, I don't know, probably some of my wife's baked goods, cookies. Let's, okay. Let's go with cookies. I like cookies, cookies the most out of things.
1: Okay. Um, do you need anything to wash this down, or are you just?
0: Yeah, let's let's do a bunch of mojitos. I won't feel bad that they're kind of a pain to make since I'm <laughs> gonna die anyway. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> so a flight of mojitos. Wait,
0: maybe I should not have like a, a thing that's kind of like I don't care about others as my last moment, <laughs> but just in case there's. I'm I'm getting judged based on that instance mm. of things. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's fair. Um. Anything else you want to drink? Um. Do you want an uh, appetizer just, just, or anything before all this? Throw, we'll throw some
0: water in with well, there. Okay. Just cause, I fair. mean, sometimes you need to alternate. And yeah. You don't need right.
1: the flavor. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. Good information to know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll never have to use it. But good to know. Okay. Uh. Question number five. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm.
0: I just wish I could dunk. <laughs> I, I just want a 40-inch vertical, but also for it not to hurt my knees when mm-hmm. I land. Because I feel like that's one thing that I noticed. Um, I've gone to some NBA games, and even just walking, watching from like the top level, I was seeing like Dirk towards the end of his career, mm-hmm. and even LeBron um, a few years ago. And you just see the way those guys walk. It's like, oh, how are they able to be so athletic on the court? Because they are like. Oh, they're just in so they much just, pain, it looks they like. They just look like they're so uncomfortable oh. walking. And It's like, I guess, yeah, jumping that many times over and over and coming down from 40 inches of yeah. vertical. is kind got to not be great because I have like a five inch tall, vertical yeah. and it's. <laughs> mine are already a little bit sore. So.
1: so we need to get you some moon shoes. Then you can yeah, jump th- higher and have were some cushion. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you've had them already. Okay. I mean,
0: I've, I haven't. I've had friends that had them. Mm. I've seen them. Okay. I was there when the moonshoes first came out. Mm-hmm. and They were dope.
1: Okay, gotcha. We'll see if they have any more available on like I eBay can't. or something for you. <laughs> you could change one thing at Point of Rental. What would it be?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I would bring the basketball court out here, obviously. Mm. Okay. I think I said that way too quietly. Uh, I would bring out the basketball court to our new offices i'm I'm concerned about Andrew getting levels because <laughs> i I do tend to mumble or speak quietly normally I think it is actually physical work to to project speak, speak at yeah. a
1: normal voice I think you've done well. What is your spirit spice?
0: You would think that after adding this and listening to it in <laughs> so many interviews that I would have better answers for these um. <laughs>
1: I'll start listening to Spice Girls. There's yeah. Scary Spice. I, I can't do There's. that joke anymore. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to steal from what Kara might say her favorite spice is. Instead of ketchup, though, I will say spicy ketchup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> why is that? <laughs> well,
0: it it kind of works with everything, <laughs> at least if you're Kara. Um and You know, it's just around. I I don't know. It's got spice in the name. I like to just kind of blend in and and not be a a part of a a larger, delicious burger of life.
1: But you're still enhancing the burger of life (laughs) with the spiciness of it. Okay. Okay. Tell me a secret about Point of Rental.
0: Hmm. I don't know, I I remember that the best secret was that secret bathroom from...
1: Yeah, help building. It. Yeah. Mm.
0: But we do not have a secret bathroom over here. So there's not... That nothing you know of. Exactly. <laughs> because we haven't talked to Albert about <laughs> over here. Um,
1: and he's in Pennsylvania now, so we'll have to see if he... <laughs> <laughs> that's where the secret bathroom is. Yeah. It's just
0: really inconvenient to go to. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, I feel like there... You. This is a terrible stammering. Good job, me. I do not have a good secret about Point of Rental. Hmm. Do you have an idea that I can leap off of and pretend that there's a good Um, idea? Um, A secret Brian
1: knows about Point of Rental? Well, you do sit outside of, like, Wayne and Terry and Lauren's office, so is there anything you've noticed that other people would not necessarily know?
0: Mm, I prefer to keep my spying on... Well... (laughs) <laughs> I I've divulged too much <laughs> by the fact that I can often hear many conversations oh, that are yeah. going on, but people I think have kind of caught on to that and and they I I haven't heard a conversation in quite a while.
1: They also yeah. haven't been in the office as <laughs> much recently. That, that <laughs> is part of it,
0: and also I think people are realizing that those walls they do seem to let a lot of sound through, and and they try to you know keep things a little chill.
1: Okay. So we just need to decorate I, with all these little soundproof boards in everyone's offices.
0: I kind of want to yell <laughs> and be like, I'm trying to listen to you, please, <laughs> please speak up. I yeah. only want to listen so that I can help out and provide useful information. Right. I don't, or know useful information for stuff that's coming on. Yeah. It's not malicious,
1: it's just yeah. curious.
0: Exactly, I just like knowing things.
1: Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
0: I do not, I feel like I've talked entirely too much.
1: <laughs> I think you've talked just enough. Um, Well, thanks, Brian, for chatting today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It Um, has been wonderful. Yeah. Well, send Brian some love this week. Send him an email. Um, Maybe bring him a small figurine as a peace offering. Or cookies. Or cookies. Um, And a gift of your favorite basketball player's knees. And just be epic and let him know that you care. Thanks for listening today, and we'll keep the porch light burning for you. if i find a cool bug i'll i'll just like bring it and like secretly release it and you'll be like oh, that's a cool bug